Hey, everybody. Uh, welcome to the Blizzard Watch podcast. I'm Matt. I am the host. With me this week are my fantastic co-hosts, Liz Harper and Joe Perez. And as a little shout out for the pre-show, just as I was opening the email for this, um, I noticed that Green Ronin had just emailed me to get me to buy more game stuff from them. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it's it's been a thing. Uh, that was the pre-show. You should go listen to it. it was right. But now we're going to talk about other stuff. Um, it's been, it's actually a relatively busy, it's simultaneously a not as busy and yet more busy because there's lots of stuff that going on that's kind of not necessarily main game announcements, uh, but but mm-hmm. is still interesting and is stuff we should talk about. Although there are also straight up, we this was one I wanted to point out because it, it was kind of confusing the way that they've set it up. Um, we're going to get uh, Diablo for a chat. Uh, but we don't know when yet. They haven't actually announced when this week it will be, right? It's, it's one of these things that I hate, which is they announcing that they're going to announce it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, last week, uh, the, the Diablo 4 dev team announced that this week they are going to announce when the next campfire chat will be, which will talk about the mid-season update and the gauntlet, which was supposed to be out a week or two ago, but didn't come out because they were going to polish it up. Um so sometime this week, we should know when the next campfire chat is. That doesn't necessarily mean it will be this week, but soon, question mark? Yeah, I, I no idea. But, you know, we'll find out. We, we do know one thing here, and I did know it, but completely forgot that it was important. Um, Diablo 4 <laughs> is coming to Xbox Game Plus. It's going to be there on March 28th. Um, quite frankly... Diablo 4 on the Xbox is my preferred way to play it. Like, I, mm-hmm. I enjoy it on console. I mean, I, I also play it on PC, and and quite frankly, I usually use a console controller on the PC to play it because it just feels better to me with the console controller as opposed to the keyboard. Um, so I, I think if you haven't gotten Diablo 4 yet, and I mean, it sold a ridiculous amount of copies, so if you were even remotely interested, you probably did get it. But if you didn't, uh, now you can try it um you know for the price of your xbox game pass if you have one uh Mm -hmm. so that's cool um i think that's a good decision that's Uh, go ahead Liz. it's it's also kind of an interesting time frame because that's sort of that's gonna be the halfway point in season three more or less the Mm -hmm. the season's Mm -hmm. gonna wrap up in uh, the middle of april so it gives you a few weeks to check out season three if you so desire uh and i mean it's Season three hasn't gotten off to a great start. Lots of complaints early on, but they are probably pretty soon going to do their mid-season update, which will be adding some new things. They've done a lot of balance changes since they've uh, initially rolled out the season. And I think overall, it's probably going to be a really good time to jump in because if you jumped in at the beginning, you played a while, you were maybe disappointed because it was hard to level your robot friend or you just were grinding and not getting anywhere, but the middle of the season may actually be the best time to jump into a new Diablo season, which isn't great news for the Diablo team, but could be good news for you if you have Xbox Game Pass and you haven't tried Diablo 4 yet. Yeah, and I will also say this. Some of us love this season, and by some of us, I mean me. I've been, I mean, this, I've, is the most, this is the most fun I've had in a season yet. I've, I've been playing the season. I don't have big issues with it, but... Uh, yeah, I know everyone's different. I just I'm good straight up. I am one of the people who's enjoying it. So I would tell you, yeah, by all means. Uh it's actually weird that we live in an era where there's the two biggest RPG releases of the last year were a sequel to Diablo and a sequel to Baldur's Gate. <laughs> which as I've said to people, if you did we time travel back to 1994? Is that what happened? I wish what? my yeah. world would be so yeah. much happier. Yeah, you know, it, it, it it feels an awful lot like, well, also, I think kind of forgetting that there was some really horrible stuff back then, too, Joe. But Oh, no, there absolutely yeah. was, but the cost of living was definitely way better in 94 than it is currently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's true, but it wasn't great. Uh, anyway, um, my point's just that it, it it's an interesting time to see um, X Diablo 4. I think it's the, it's the first Diablo game that actually feels like it is four consoles with PC as an afterthought. Mm. You know, in a way, and I'm not sure how to take that. Um, in some ways, I think it's really good for the game, but in some ways, I don't. I've just the first Diablo game I've ever not liked playing with a mouse. Like mm-hmm. when I used to play Diablo three on my PC, 
I would play it, you know, on my console with my, my controller, but I wouldn't bring the controller in here and play it with my controller on PC. I play it uh, with the normal keyboard and stuff. And for some reason, it's just not my thing this time. So I think in a way, this is probably one of the better uh, ways to feature Diablo 4. I will also point out that if you are just a diehard PC gamer, if it's on Xbox Game Pass, it's only, if there's a PC version, it will be on just Game Pass. And you'll be able to play it on your computer. Uh, that's been the way for like every other Game Pass that they've done. Like I've, That's how I played Starfield. I played Starfield on my PC and my, and my Xbox using Game Pass. So, so it should be around for both. Which means if you, you just play on, on, on PCs, but you want to check it out, you'll be able to. So I think that's pretty cool. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Um, but we don't know that the campfire chat is, unfortunately. Uh, which is just kind of nuts. I will also say that I'm sad for people that didn't get to do the the Lunar Awakening event because it's over. It ended yeah, today. Yeah, that was. I really enjoyed the Lunar Awakening event. Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't have time, I, and I'm sad I, I missed it. I also feel like it was. I feel like one of the problems with Diablo Four right now is that its systems are very poorly explained. Mm-hmm. So you almost have to go and jump out and like Google something just to figure out how it works. And Lunar Awakening, at its heart, was very simple. It was like, okay, certain shrines out in the out in the world, in the open world, and in dungeons have been buffed to have these extra powerful ex- uh, effects and also give you an experience buff. So, like, the event is just, go out and find these shrines and activate them and kill things around them. And it's like, okay, well, where are the shrines? Okay, well, they're on the map marked with tiny tiny purple icons in whatever the area's whispers are. And so you go to the tiny purple icon, which are usually not convenient to, uh, 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 wow, I'm blanking, a teleport thing. Yeah, they're not that close to one of the, the teleports. Uh, none of them. None of them have been close to a place you can just teleport into. And so you go to the icon on your map, and I would say most of the time there's a, a lunar shrine there, but some of the time there's just not. So you just wander around and you look and maybe there's one nearby. Maybe there's not. And then you wonder, are you insane? Do you just not understand how the event works? Where do you even go to do this event? And it's just, it's, it's not clear. You can go and do nightmare dungeons or nightmare vaults. Yeah. You, the, you can put the pro- proper uh, affects on it. If, yeah. Yeah. If you have a key with ancestors favor, I will say, you got a lot of keys with ancestors' favor. They seemed yeah. very common during the event, but it's like you could have you could have helped people out here because it was just just sort of unclear. How do I even do this event? See, and- I didn't have the problem. You, I didn't have the problem you're reporting. In fact, I would hit shrines with those those purple things on them mm-hmm. almost constantly. Like I was trying to mind my own business. I <laughs> the, only, the only reason I even did the ancestor event was that I I started stumbling on them, and mm-hmm. I think I know what the problem might be. 
you're mm-hmm. leveling you're you're leveling a character with the campaign turned off, right? Yes. I'm not. Oh. I'm playing the campaign. So I don't have the robot. I don't mm-hmm. I'm not doing any of that and I just got I just got shrines galore and almost all of the shrines had uh, a purple thing on them and and gave the extra effect. And I also noticed even if he didn't I was still getting ancestor's favor. Hmm. Which is weird. Yeah. But but I noticed yeah, it because I did at one point I didn't have enough to get the body tattoo, which by the mm-hmm. way, if you're watching our stream, you can look at my character and you can see the tattoo. It's amazing. That's it's pretty rad. Yeah, it's it it's is, amazing. It's unfortunately too late to get one yourself, but I think uh I but think you, can, you can like mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That's true. Admire the transmog, admire the transmog. I, I mean I think it's nice that Diablo 4 is doing these seasonal events. I think they've been fun. They kind of shake up a game that can get very static. Uh, yeah, but, but also, yeah, there is there is a difficulty of explaining it. You're absolutely right. Um, I, I, did, I the only reason I even found out how to do anything is because there's that one person in Kel in Kel uh, Barad you can ask. Mm-hmm. But even then, they don't tell you much. They don't tell you, okay, you know, here's exactly how to do it. There's like, ah, yeah, go look for right. So yeah, it it is definitely the problem of it. But regardless, you I, you now have one, a chance to do it free. Uh, one thing. That I I'm kind of annoyed with about these events is like you have the event and you have all of the you have some free rewards and you can go and participate in that. But whenever they've rolled out an event so far, they've also rolled it out with a set of new and very expensive skins for each class. And it's like, wow, there's this cool thing to oh, that's not actually a reward I can earn. I have to pay like twenty dollars to get it. So. I mean, that's just in the theme of Diablo 4 pushing out a lot of microtransactions. And yeah, I do someday, think... Yeah, someday we will talk about all the live service yeah. stuff in this game and, and why... I think we've talked about it before and that we, we described it as a really good you know, 1 to 50 game bolted onto a live service game that just won't stop asking me for money. Mm. I mean, it's not as aggressive about it as Diablo Immortal, but it would be hard to be as aggressive about it as say, Diablo yeah. Immortal. Um, but it does. It's constantly rolling out new armor sets, and they do cost, you know, fifteen, twenty dollars. They are not cheap. Um, and uh, this week they actually released uh, some horse armor, which, uh, if you if you've been in the gaming industry forever, like I have, you'll remember that kind of the first the first microtransaction was a set of horse armor, which I think cost two dollars from. Uh, uh, Elder Bethesda? Scrolls Oblivion. Yeah. Okay. You meant Bethesda, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. It was uh, horse armor. It cost like two dollars, and everyone was like, "Oh, this doesn't even do anything for you in game. This is so greedy. This is so much corporate greed. Oh my god!" And it was just, it was just a whole thing. Um. So hmm. Yeah. Now Diablo has its horse armor that. Uh, there's there's one they just rolled out that costs like $65 and it's like that's about how much the game cost for a oh. horse. Oh, forget that. Have you you've seen yeah. the, the colored portal pack? No. Okay. All right. I Yeah, the the col- colored portals are now a thing you can get and they cost I think it's like $45 for the colored portals. It's it's just there so many microtransactions, and Diablo 4 has made a real point about, okay, these don't buy you player power, these are cosmetics, but there are so many of them rolled out all the time, and they are ridiculously expensive, and you're in-game, and you're like, okay, I've got some cool transmog looks that have been the same since the game launched, and, oh, the store has gotten... 10 new looks just since I last checked it this morning. And it's, yeah. it's a little it's a little frustrating. It's a little disheartening that you can't you can't have all of this cool stuff because I'm not paying $20 for a set of armor that's going to go on my tiny character who's uh you know like 2 inches tall on my TV. So, mm, well, I mean, yeah. the, the two armors, the two, two things they've got now, um there's the Vitreous Scourge which comes with armor and a mount. Um, yeah, it's it's an amazing looking mount. It's yeah, that, like covered that, in glowing crystals. I don't yeah. know. That thing is is like eighty seven fifty nine CAD. So I think it's close to seventy dollars yeah. US. And so. I I will grant that it is a horse bundled with seven thousand platinum, 
which is something like $50 US on its own, 50 or 60. So technically the horse is not that much, yeah, but it's but you if, can only buy it yeah. when bundled with all that platinum. So yeah, it's you can't like get it separately. Yeah, you can't yeah. yeah, you can't get it separately. They also have like the beckoning thunder, which is like $53.99 CAD. So that's like 40, 45 bucks US. And it's, it's another pretty cool mount that they came out with a while back. It's just it's there's a lot of stuff that's just you know yeah, it's just, it's just cosmetic, and that's fine. But at the same time, I don't know. I, I, I feel like we could be talking about this forever, and I haven't heard yeah, Joe speak I, yet, so I'm worried that he's you know drowning out there somewhere. I have nothing to contribute. <laughs> I'm just letting you guys go. I know. But I, I want to try and move on to some other stuff. Uh, so let's talk briefly about the, the other thing going on Diablo-wise. There's actually more than the, this one's interesting. The uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected's latter season is still coming out this week. Uh, as we're recording this, it's Tuesday the 20th. And uh, this will be starting on Thursday, the 22nd. So you may be listening to it just after it started. Um, they haven't, as, as Liz pointed out last week, they haven't added anything particularly new this season. Season six uh, is not going to add like a new mechanic or anything. But at this point, I don't really feel like it needs to. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically just they've got everything to the point where they wanted it to be. And now they can just keep doing new ladder seasons because that's what people played Diablo 2 Resurrected like. They, yeah. they want to just keep doing ladder seasons. Um, so I'm interested in seeing how this rollout goes, uh, if it if it's the model for the future. Because the game that isn't, it's currently already in the middle of the season. It's not going to get a new season for a little while. Uh, Diablo mm-hmm. 3, their next season will be the, 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 you know, the next in their series of remixed seasons, where they're going to take themes from previous seasons and mix and match them every time they do a new season. Uh, I'm interested to see how the differing approaches to seasons pl- shake out mm-hmm. uh, between the Diablos. Um, and also unrelated to that, but I don't know if you guys noticed they put the Diablo complete Diablo pack up on their launcher mm-hmm. for Diablo. Whenever you try to log in, there's like, you know, get the Diablo, the complete Diablo thing, which is Diablo two resurrected Diablo three and Diablo four. And I can't help but notice that Diablo, the original Diablo isn't on there. Hmm. And I know that it's they did, never did a remaster. They never brought it up to modern computing. They they let God Games slap a like slap a, a, a name on it and put it out. But I really do think it's weird. You're getting the complete Diablo experience except for the actual game Diablo that started everything. That's just weird to me because so much of what I think of as Diablo it comes from Diablo. You know that guitar sound. The <laughs> you know stay a while and listen. Just the the whole. And that ending, that ending, mm-hmm. Diablo mm-hmm. has this has the most screwed up ending of any of the Diablo games, and they all have pretty screwed up endings. Mm-hmm. But the original Diablo is just an absolute mind pirate ghost, uh, and I, I really I love them to just redo the cinematic. Now you don't even have to touch the game; you don't have to do any gameplay stuff. You don't have to make it look better. Leave it looking all weird and clunky because it's it's a game from like 1996 or whatever. Go ahead, leave it alone. But but do remaster the cinematics because they deserve to be presented the, with the glow up that Diablo 2 got for its cinematics. The Diablo 2 resurrected cinematics are astonishing. Um, I saw a thing uh, the other day of uh, people talking about various games you could play now that you're done with Baldur's Gate 3, and they made the point that you should go back to, Baldur- to Diablo 4 and give that a shot. And one of the things they said was that it all, everything else being said, this is the one game that can actually step up to Baldur's Gate 3 in terms of its cinematics. Like, the cinematics in Diablo 4 are astonishing. They are... Do you remember the first time you saw Lilith walking around oh they're phenomenal they're absolutely phenomenal. top notch yeah so yeah i i'd love to see the original diablo get a cinematic glow up um like blizzard's animators and their 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 in-game their their in-game cinematic and their you know straight up rendering cinematic teams are just amazing and i'd love to get to see i'd love to get to look at that scene at the end of diablo which I'm trying not to spoil for people for a game that, you know, some, most of you probably were born after the game came out. Uh, but oh, regardless, ouch. Yeah. Well, it's true. We're all old. Even Joe, even Joe is like, the, he's the baby on this you know squad, but regardless. Yeah. I would love to see that. Um, well, that was a massive diversion. Wow. Who? Sorry guys. Uh, I'm passionate about Diablo stuff. Go ahead. Liz. I, we I, get I, you. I think we all are, but we should t- at least talk about some stuff. Like for instance, um, you mentioned this for a uh, season of discovery 
and I think it's really interesting. They've got the the season of discovery. It's got like a special bag you get. Like like what it's is a this cozy deal? sleeping bag? It's literally it's a sleeping bag. You go and get it, and you can you know curl up in it and take a nap out in the real world, and you get an experience buff. You so, so if you, to- if you it, it's a lot like the rested buff. So you can go and you if you're if you like nap in your sleeping bag for three minutes, you get a three percent experience buff that stacks with other experience buffs. It stacks with rested. It stacks with um, the there's currently a buff for characters under level twenty five to help them catch up. That's a fifty percent experience buff. It stacks with that. And I mean three percent isn't like gigantic. It's not a huge, huge, huge amount, but you know, these buffs, they add up. And uh, I mean, to get it, you do kind of a a meandering quest chain throughout the world where you it's it's a season of discovery thing. It's about wandering the world, discovering new things. And uh, also one of the things you do while getting this quest, you get something called student fodder food items. You get a certain amount of them as you're questing, and that gets you four bars of rest experience when you eat them. Uh, so it's kind of these little interesting experience buffs to sort of help you level up and give you interesting new things to find. Alrighty. Um, mm-hmm. Next thing I'm going to mention really fast, because uh, I want to see if either you or Joe have anything you specifically want to talk about about it, but uh, Nintendo Direct has their... Uh, Big, it's, it's having Nintendo Direct tomorrow as we're Fe- recording. February twenty first, yeah, yeah. As we're recording it, it's the twentieth, so twenty first. Um, I have a Switch in my house, but it's not mine, and I don't touch it. Uh, <laughs> that is that is my wife's Switch, and while she probably would let, <laughs> she would probably let me. I'm terrified I will break it because I drop my controller a lot, and the Switch oh, is no. just the Switch is just a controller with a game console in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, it is. Yeah, I don't I don't want to to be near it. I don't want to touch it. I'm afraid I'll drop it, but I do know of some games that people play on the switch. So I'm interested to see if either of you are talking about anything, what you, what you think it's going to be on there, what you're looking for. If you've seen any leaks, anything like that, do you have anything to tell talk about with the Nintendo direct before we move? The big one that everybody I mean, keep who, sorry, go ahead, Liz. I, I mean, uh, I think what everyone wants to see is the Switch 2. And Which I don't think we're not gonna sound get that. like it's going to happen. No. No. No, that'll that'll be something that they're going to, in my opinion, I was basically going to say the same thing. I think we're going to get that maybe later in the year because I still think it's way too, uh, too early in the uh, year to announce it and probably have it. If I had to hazard a guess, they'll announce it at the end of summer and ready for uh, holiday uh, 2024. Mm. That would be my guess. Um, my, as far as like what people are expecting to see the, the things that I think would be wild. Cause it's a partner direct tomorrow. Um, mm-hmm. We haven't heard anything in a while about Hades too. So I wouldn't be surprised if we hear something about that. Um, and then throwing it way out in the left field silk song, which is the sequel to hollow Knight That's been in production for years at this point. Um, the rumor is that we might get something announced for it because it's supposed to be something that's going to be coming out with the Switch in mind from the very start. And Hollow Knight is a wonderful Metroidvania game that plays uh, very well on the Switch itself. The other one is um, one of my favorite roguelike rhythm games of all time, and it might be the only roguelike rhythm game that I've ever played, uh, was Crypt of the Necrodancer, uh, which is absolutely phenomenal. Uh, and I, I highly recommend everybody give it a try, but they have a new uh, game on the horizon that they announced and we haven't really heard much about, which is Rift of the Necrodancer. And I wouldn't be surprised if we see that announced uh, tomorrow as well, especially with the wild success that was uh, uh, the Hyrule uh, version of it, uh, which was a phenomenal game. So uh, though. I think that's going to be more what we hear tomorrow. I don't know that we're going to hear anything. Everybody wants to see the next Mario Kart, but I don't know that we're going to see the next Mario Kart yet. Um, some people want to see the next 3D Mario game. Um, I don't know that we're going to see that anytime soon either. So I don't know. And now I'm going to shut up and let Liz talk more. <laughs> no, that's that's all I got. That's all I got. I'd be interested in a Switch too, but it's, I think you're right. It's too early. 
Now, if they gave me a, a rare replay re-release on the Switch, I'd be really, really happy. In particular, and this is a game that is awful, but I love it. Uh, it's <laughs> Conker's Bad Fur Day. I love that game for how just as a kid, it was just that rude toilet humor, but it was actually a really good like 3D adventure collect them up game um, that needs a new version release. Cause I think the last time we had it released, it was on a rare collection that was specifically only available on, I want to say it was the 360 might've been the, the one, uh, but it has not been available recently. So it, yeah. And I don't know what else we'll get because it, it's people, other people have been talking about like wanting to see in the next Pokemon news and, and stuff like that, but I I don't know. I think I think they might be licking their wounds after the debacle that was uh, Violet and uh, uh, why can't I remember the other one? That's how bad it was. So <laughs> one thing that is interesting about Nintendo Direct is that they're very short. Mm-hmm. You know, they do these and they're like a half hour. And you know, we see lots of gaming events that are like this two hour monstrosity. How long did the Game Awards last? I don't hours. And that was. No human being actually watched the whole thing, so no one knows. (laughs) It could still be happening for all we know. I mean, it was like three or four hours of the Game Awards, and it was nonstop new game trailers. By the time you got to the end, you had no idea what happened at the beginning. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting that, and I think it's very smart, that Nintendo keeps these very concise. And they do them a couple times a year, and they just keep them short and to the point. And so you get in, you find out what games you're hyped for in like the next... Uh, you know, a few months, the next six months or so, and you get out and that's it. You don't have to dedicate your life to finding out what the new Nintendo games are or watching, you know, a hundred trailers in a single sitting. Yeah. They, you mentioned that and they do, they, it is really wonderful that they do it. And they also do it in like chunks, right? So if they're going to be like a lot of releases, they will do several small directs and they, you think you're right. I think they're all under a half hour. Um, mm-hmm. That is a perfect amount of time to just throw information at the table and screen and get people hyped without overstaying your welcome because they're not really trying to generate a hype machine. They're just saying, here's what's coming mm. and moving on and here's what's coming mm-hmm. and moving on. And that's, that is what we've all been talking about wanting on this show for everything. And Nintendo just does it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Well, I'm yeah, going to throw out some machine. speculation because you guys haven't been speculating. And okay, go. I've, I've seen a lot of speculation on, on four things, three of which I would be very interested in. Um, some people are arguing that we're going to get Xenoblade Warriors because the guys who did, you know, several yeah. other yeah. Warriors uh, adaptations like Hyrule Warriors are, are they're talking about them doing Xenoblade Warriors. Uh, I am not tremendously interested because Xenogears was one of my favorite games and Xenoblade is kind of a descendant of it, but they didn't do it right in my opinion. So I don't like them. Uh, but there's also <laughs> the, ne- the next one is Echo the Dolphin. There's actual rumors yeah. that Echo the Dolphin <laughs> is getting switch a switch port. Well, it would and, it would it would make sense because Sega's been doing a lot of that stuff recently. Yeah, yeah, it would make sense, and I I would be very excited to play Echo the Dolphin. I'm so, I'm sorry, I would. I love those it was, games. It was one of my favorite Sega games. It was where one else, of my favorite original Genesis games? Where else can you start as a dolphin just chilling in the ocean, and the next thing you know, you're fighting aliens? Like it's a it's yeah. fantastic. It's a messed up game, but the one that I think is the most appealing to me, uh, there's a rumor that GameCube games are going to get ported to the Switch. Yeah, I, I, online. I'm super curious about that, but I don't know if that's something that they're going to do now or if they're going to wait for uh, when they announce the Switch 2 as an extra selling point. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. All I know is this. If they do this and if they have both the rights and the the 
the courageousness to do it, we could get that Godzilla game back. Yes. Okay. Not only, not only that Godzilla game, but there is one game that everybody forgets exists. It's one of my favorite games of all time, and it's a beat 'em up game called Beautiful Joe. And it was on a bunch of other platforms, but it was oh, yeah. on that. It was on the GameCube, and it was the best version of that game that ever existed. Yeah, Beautiful Joe. If you have never gotten the chance to, to see it, I'm I have a Captain it. Blue cosplay. Yeah, it, it is actually a. It's a messed up and interesting game. It's right up there with that. There's another game where you're a comic book artist and you get hit by lightning and you end comics. up in your own comic. Yeah, comics yeah. with an X because it was the 90s yeah. and everything had to have an X or a Z. Yeah, and the the guy looks like Egon from Ghostbusters. Yeah, and the game play, and the, the movie. Yeah, and the game the plays. Yeah, the, the, the animated game. one. And, but the game, yeah. but it plays like you're watching and going through panels. I I still have I have that game, and I'm not afraid to admit this, and they can come at me. I have that emulated on my handheld because I love that game. Yeah, it was it was an interesting game. Uh, but so was Beautiful Joe. But I I just I would love to see GameCube games come to, to oh yeah. Nintendo because well I, there's just a lot of stuff like heck the original. Animal Crossing, which you really don't, you know, there's not, it's not really available in Nintendo anymore. No, it's not. Well, and not a lot of these I, aren't anymore. And Nintendo yeah. isn't really doing, I mean, I hate to say it like this, but they're not really doing a preservation of old video games from that era. And no, I call them old. It's becoming increasingly important because we're now hitting a finite point, like uh, cartridges uh, on systems that were still using cartridges at the time. The batteries are starting to die. And once that goes, like a lot of that stuff is gone. Yeah, um, you can't, yeah original hardware to play that stuff or to actually be able to rip the data from it is starting to become scarcer and scarcer. Like it's becoming increasingly important that, you know, companies like Nintendo take their catalog and actually digitize it in some manner, or we might just lose it forever. Yep. So absolutely would be a really nice step there. But as they've both pointed out that, you know, this is, we don't know what's coming. It's a partner direct. It's not Nintendo themselves, uh, but oh. they have a lot of partners. So, there's a rumor that Hi-Fi Rush will be announced for the Switch, which is a fantastic uh, game to, to play through if you like uh, no. beat-em-up rhythm games. But it's not going to come. There's no way Hi-Fi Rush is coming. I, I'll tell you right now, Hi-Fi Rush is not happening. This is my trick. Let's see what happens. All right. Let's see if the universe does it. It works when I say <laughs> it's not going to... When I say it's not going to snow anymore, it immediately snows. Ah, yes. The contrarian <laughs> so, approach. Take that, universe. So we'll see okay. if this works this time. Uh, but yeah, also, don't give me that Godzilla game. Hmm. that one they're just going to not give me the Godzilla game they're like I mean, oh we they, know he wants that if they give us that game and they let us play online Matt and I are just not going to do podcasting anymore because we're going to switch over to a Godzilla stream because that's what's going to be gonna what say, yeah. <laughs> well, we'll do like we'll, you know one of us will be Godzilla and the other one will be like I don't know like Higazuki or the, what is it Minya yeah it's Minya, Minya. Uh, it's not actually Godzuki Godzuki was from the American cartoon my god let's get on to something else before I get any deeper into Godzilla lore it's not what we're here for in Gatoran uh, anyway continue but, Hearthstone anniversary event is uh, next week. I think it's next Tuesday, right? Because it's the 27th. Today's the 20th. So, yeah, that would make sense. But it's next week. Um, what do we got for the anniversary event? Uh, we don't. The, the anniversary is March 11th, but they're starting it next week. Uh, yeah. We don't uh, know next what week they're, they're starting a. Well, it's going to be a new legendary quest in game. And these are all pretty formulaic at this point. You know, you'll go and you'll get a couple of quests and they'll be like, play two Hearthstone games and you progress through this uh, little quest rewards track that gives you certain, you know, gives you some cool things. Um, so it's not much, but you do have a limited time to finish that. So you will want to, you know, log on and check that out. And if you do log on right now, you can already get some of the anniversary rewards. There are some rewards available now that you can get just by logging on, including a total of 24 new cards, uh, that including the uh, Hearth Stonebrew, who is, uh, of course, our, our fantastic tavern keeper, who has been, you know, kind of narrating the game for very long, but now he is a legendary card with a battle cry of replace your hand with an iconic one from Hearthstone's past. So you, you kind of got a retro thing going on here that, that replacing your entire hand. Sometimes it's very good. Sometimes it's very bad. You don't know. Uh, but on the 27th, we are getting that new rewards track. And then I think the rest of the rewards are going to start showing up on March 11th when we will get, um, 
What will we get on March 11th? I'm not sure. Uh, we will get a celebratory 10-year anniversary card back. And also they're releasing uh, Hearthstone Music, music from the Tavern on Spotify, Apple Music, and YouTube. So you can chill to your Hearthstone tunes without having the game open in the background all the time. Not not that I ever do that. Mm. Not you. No. no. No, listen to video game music? Me? Never. I still, to this day, I still listen to the music that was in the trailer for Warlords of Draenor. Not even the music that they actually played on the loading screen, the trailer music, because it's just that dun, 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 dun. I mean, I was actually talking about, I forget what game it was even. It was, oh yeah, it was uh, Godfall. I was talking about Godfall with somebody, mm-hmm. and Godfall, a lot of people are really disappointed with it as a game. They were very disappointed. And I, I've mentioned that I've played it and thought it was okay. But the music's amazing. And it's like, how is it so many times the music is like the best part of a video game? Like just, they almost always seem to be at least good, if not amazing. Like I, I riding around since we were talking about Diablo riding around in Diablo and you go to certain areas and there's music that's specific to those areas. And you're like, you know, I'm, I'm going to not go attack those guys. I'm just going to let the, the mournful elegiac music of the, of the fractured peaks play <laughs> a little bit. Okay. Yeah. There's that good spot. And then I'm going to go kill them. So yeah, I, I, I'm totally with you on that game music can be, I still, mm-hmm. I still get goosebumps hearing the original uh, Teldrassel music. Mm-hmm. When you go into Darnassus and there's that triumphal like drum roll and you know, the, mm. it starts playing and you're like, whoa, okay. So yeah, th- there's, there's a lot it's, of that stuff. It's always, it's always going to be the dragon blight music for me. Like just going into that zone for the first time. And there's that kind of, icicle-like feel of that piano tune going on. Ugh, so good. Uh, all right, though, I'm going to quickly jump to mention another thing about Hearthstone because we now know the expansion release date. It's March 19th. Uh, last week we talked about it. Uh, I don't think we need to repeat it too much, but no. this week we can talk it's, about the fact that it's coming out on the 19th. So we, it's mm-hmm. It's interesting that, you know, it's like they did this whole, you know, announcement and, oh, it's going to be Year of the Pegasus and it's our 10th anniversary and we're doing this new expansion. And they they laid out all of this stuff and it was like three days later they gave us a release date. Of course, it was like we got the expansion announcement right before the podcast and we got the release date right after the podcast because that's just how things work. Yeah, that's how we roll. Yeah, that's that's how we roll here at Blizzard Watch. That's what we're doing. It. And, well, and if we ever dis- if we ever change the day that we do the podcast, they will change the day they do the announcements. This is how it, it yeah. will be. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Joe Joe is actually used to be able to call it. Like he would call. Okay, we're going to get the announcement about an hour after the show. Yep. Like you know. So yeah. Uh, one of the things Liz put in here is Last Epic, which is a game coming out. I think tomorrow. Um, yeah. And I have not played it because I've not had the. Uh, the beta, I wasn't in it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do it's know about an, the, yeah. It's, it's been an early, early access. access for a while. Yeah. Uh, it, it's an ARPG that I'm seeing the entire Diablo community has been talking about it these last few weeks. Yeah, it is it is very much along the same lines as games like Path of Exile and so forth. Mm-hmm. One thing it does that I don't like is that, well, first off, it's got the classes and masteries system. Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk mm-hmm. about this because this is something I don't like. I, I like the fact that they've got five classes and, and they're done. There's not too many classes. I think sometimes the problem with an ARPG is when they have too many classes. Uh, but the, the classes are like generic, somewhat warrior slash paladin guy called the Sentinel. Mm-hmm. The Acolyte, who's sort of, I do, you know, I do magical healing and, and stuff like that. Uh, I talk to gods and other things that, you know, beyond the world. There's the Primalist, who is sort of like, you're, you're sort of like a barbarian. Uh, the Rogue which it's a rogue. I mean, come on. And the mage, which again, the mage, come on. Uh, then the, each of them has three masteries and the primalist has the shaman, the beast master and the druid. And I'm sitting there going, what? Druid should be its own class, man. It should be a mastery. And it, it happens over and over again. And some of them are like, just not particularly inspired. Like the accolade gets the lich, the necromancer and the warlock. Why wouldn't the lich also be the necromancer? Just have the necromancer be the lich. And then come up with a third thing that isn't, you know, that they're all, you know, all three of these is somewhat weird and creepy and dark. None of them are like the other side of, you know, touching for, you know, strange powers. There's nobody like the warlock is there, but there's nobody like a, like a straight up aberrationist or something. They just, it feels like a hole. 
Um, and then you go, the other thing gets me is the lich is over here with the acolyte, which means mages don't get to be liches. That's like weird to me, man. You know, and especially about the, <laughs> the, 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 the mage gets the sorcerer, the spell blade and the rune master. And I'm sitting there going rune master could have gone over in primalist. Uh, it, it just, I don't know. This is the thing that always happens <laughs> with these mastery systems. It happens in like path of exile for me too. I, I always get hung up on the class that you put on top of the class. I, I don't <laughs> like a class. But then, then he gets another class that you select. Cause we know you liked classes. So we gave you another class. So you could class while you class. I, I don't, it's not my thing. So, but I will say this, it does looking at the gameplay, watching people play it. Uh, it, I get, I get why it's getting a lot of buzz. It, it oh, is yeah. very, it's very Diablo two esque. Uh, and, which is what they almost all are. And I think this is 11th hour's first game too. So like, I'm really interested to see what they do with it because first mm-hmm. games, first games from developers are always, it's always an interesting view into maybe a genre, right? So like if they're going into the RPG realm, what fresh ideas are they coming into it with? Or what, what is the gameplay going to be like that sets it apart? So I'm really, really curious about that because it's, it's almost like a fresh set of eyes on a problem. Right? So I, I, I'm looking forward to giving it a shot and I will absolutely give it a shot. This is a game that will test my, my 20 minutes, two hour rule. Yeah. <laughs> I think it would be hard to, to really get a sense of it in that amount of time. Unfortunately. Well, no, I, I think even, cause even with the, with the ARPGs that I've played in the past, like chaos Bane and a bunch of the other ones within the first two hours, I knew I was going to play them for a while because like the, the loop is present, right? Like it, ARPGs have a very interesting niche and I'm not trying to get too off topic and I'm sorry, I'll stop here in a second, but like they have to present their loop early to give you the incentive to keep playing them, which, you know, cause what makes, what makes you want to play Diablo? Is it just the story or is it the satisfying loop of leveling up and getting loot that happens as soon as you start the game? Right. And I would argue with Diablo too, while the story was cool, that was really the first thing that sparked a lot of people's interest. And it was, Man, I hit this goblin and or the hit this uh, fallen and like uh, this cool helm came out right. Like it, it it's <laughs> it satisfies that primal acquisition brain that we have. So I'm curious to see how they approach that and how they get your hooks in you. So yeah, and also I'm going to point something out that I think a lot of people sometimes the forest gets lost for the trees with this whole idea of this thing's going to this is the Diablo killer. This is the Diablo. We all need to stop with that. Rival. Come on. Well, here's yeah. the reason why we have to stop with that. Grim Dawn exists. Yeah. Grim Dawn came out in 2016. Uh, and it, when it came out on the Xbox One in 2021, obviously it's now on the Xbox uh, Series X. And I'm sure it's on, if it's not on PlayStation, I, I'm surprised it should be. Mm-hmm. But regardless, Grim Dawn has sold 7 million units. Yeah. For a company that Crate Entertainment was not a titan, they're not a big company, you can have a very successful ARPG and not touch diablo numbers yeah i mean victor vron is another good example of that it's a fantastic game that even had a motorhead tie-in and an entire expansion skinned with motorhead and uh what's his name from trauma why can't i think of his name lloyd kaufman did the did the uh uh the narrator bit that released in 2015 yeah and And it's it's good very good good. game uh it's not as good as walson no which would put up there as one of the best ones um, but then for that matter, you mentioned Chaos Bane, which I think is actually the best one. I think it's very, very good. Chaos Bane is one of the ones that, but my point is just don't go into this thinking, you know, it's got to be Diablo 4, but better, or it's got to be Diablo 2, but better. It's got to beat those games. It's got to make me want to play it more. You can actually like playing more than one ARPG. It, just like you can and, like playing more than one MMO. Like how many MMOs, exactly. how many MMOs died because they were being hailed as a WoW killer? Uh, yeah, and uh, they mm-hmm. couldn't do it. You know, it, it is one of those things that is rest, irritating. Rest in pieces, Wildstar. Wildstar, I'll straight up say this. Wildstar didn't die because it was called a WoW killer. Wildstar died because the, the people behind it had no idea what they had. They just did not understand the loyalty of that fan base. I would agree. Yeah, if you if you kept that game going, the people that played it then would still be playing it. Because, oh, I can't leave now. I've got this statue i made out of beer signs i can't possibly leave my statue now <laughs> wait a People minute you mean building- you mean i'm doing this dungeon repeatedly to get this one single potted plant i'll be here for four hours until i get it don't worry <laughs> yeah no like seriously they had no idea what they had they had a license to just you know they had lightning in a bottle they, they really did and and ncsoft did them dirty but that's a whole other we can do a whole <laughs> podcast on that 
Yeah. <laughs> NC Soft and how they kill MMOs. Aeon. Uh, this one, we're going to kill this one just because we don't feel like running it anymore. Not because it's City not Heroes. profitable. Yeah. But uh, we've talked about that. Um, okay. Here's my question because, Liz, you, you know this mm-hmm. better than me. We've got Warcraft Rumble Season 4, which is coming out on the 3rd of March, right? That's what this says? Uh, yes. Yes. We have a uh, a new season coming our way. We don't know much about it yet. Like, Blizzard hasn't made any official announcements. But this is one of those games where when a new season rolls out, it gives you you know, a date like, oh, the season's going to last so long. Diablo 4 does the same thing, but they don't necessarily uh, say what is coming next. Yeah, unless it's orange text, you know, they they do tell you about the orange text. (laughs) There will be orange text. Don't worry, guys. Um, so we do know a bunch of things are coming up at some point in the future. They have talked about a new Moonglade zone. They talked about a fairy dragon, uh, uh, a mini and i keep saying you know whenever i think about this new mini i keep thinking Brightwing. yeah it's a Brightwing, and i want to say Brightwing, but no it's just a fairy dragon that's all they said they talked about that at blizzcon um they we know that there is a molten core raid coming and i'm really interested to see what that looks like but it's like none of this has been confirmed for the next season we are not a hundred percent sure what's going to be the next season but we know it's coming, and it's coming relatively soon at this point, so they've got to announce it sometime soon. Uh, sometimes Blizzard has cut it pretty fine with these things. Like, I think the last Diablo season, I think Diablo 4 Season 3 was only, we got news about it a week before it started. Yeah, about so yeah, about the week. Uh, so we're probably hearing more about this pretty soon and getting the kind of final confirmation on what's in it. But if you... Enjoy Rumble. You only have a little bit of time left to claim those rewards for this season. Okay. A bunch of stuff that is just us telling you dates for things. Um, WoW Classics Hardcore Self-Phoned Mode is going to be out on the 29th of February, which is, by the way, how I figured out it was a leap year this year. <laughs> like I was like, 29th? Oh, that, it's a leap year. Okay. It's, uh, it's one of those things. Yeah, I was confused about that. We've already mentioned WizBang's uh, workshop on March 19th. Um, the Mists of Pandaria time walking is right now, uh, from today to the 27th. So, you know, if you're listening, go do that. Yeah, I can finish leveling my alts. It's uh, it's great leveling time. Yeah. Patch 10.2.6 is still coming in March, but that's all we know. We don't have a date for that yet. Just coming in March. Uh, I, I, I would like you guys to and tell we, me wh- when still, it is or what it is or anything, please. Yeah. Please. We still Blizzard. don't know what it is. We still don't know what. Is it, I mean, is it pirates? Is it pirate ghosts? Is it what? It's poison. It's poison pirates. It has to be poison pirates. <laughs> uh, is, it, is it all about rogues? I don't know. No one knows. No one Except knows. Except Blizzard. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Hopefully they know. Mm, um, yeah. It turns out they don't know either. <laughs> Who doesn't know this? I don't know. Some guy. But I'm also going to mention um, we've we've also got the hatching of the hippogriffs event which is like one of those mini holidays they introduced way back uh that's going to be on the 23rd of february and that's where you can potentially get yourself a baby hippogriff and also just plain old there's baby hippogriffs you can watch hatch and that's cool because they're baby hippogriffs (laughs) and they're really cute and so i i wrote in the email we are talking about this because baby hippogriffs i will now turn the floor over to y'all to talk about how cute baby hippogriffs are joe go I mean, they're super cute. They're little hippogriffs. They're like, you know, the best parts about birds and, uh, and, and, you know, other creatures combined together. Deer. And deer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Liz? I've never actually done this event, despite the fact that it's been in the game for a decade now. I honestly forgot that it existed. Like that. I'm not going to lie. I mean, the problem is that these micro holidays, they're like neat little things. But they're so short, and by the time I remember them, they're gone. So, okay, I should I should clearly go and check out the baby hippogriffs. Yep, but, you absolutely should. They're very cute. Yep, and so should all of you listening at home. Baby yep. hippogriffs. It's an order. Yeah, and and it's just yeah, they're cute. And so that was it. That's that's all I have to say on that one. They're cute, and I like them. Uh, didn't didn't really talk about Overwatch's uh cosmic crisis event when we their patch they, their season's currently going uh i don't really know much about cosmic crisis and i don't think anybody else here has played it i have not uh, logged into overwatch i haven't had time but i will make it a point to do so this week and report back yeah but anyway we it is a new mode 
it's out. Uh, you can do it. It's got new skins that are cosmic themed. It, it's if you remember when when here's a storm used to do it. It's similar to that in that it's got a bunch of like spacey weirdness skins. So you know that's cool. Um, hmm, Twitch drops. Uh, yeah. Okay. Captain Captain Crunch. I'm calling you Captain Crunch. I'm sorry. Captain Crackers, <laughs> uh, who's the little parrot. Uh, pet that you can get from world in world of warcraft that's available um up till the 20 i think the 27th uh, i had it right here but now i can't find it oh there it is yes till the 27th uh so you can still get captain crackers until next week um hearthstone's giving you three standard card packs uh you can get those up until march 20th so you know during the entire anniversary event those are going to be available um overwatch 2 is giving you five tier skips um, if you're like doing the season and you want to skip some tiers, uh, Amazon prime is straight up giving you five tier skips. Hey, Amazon prime, maybe give us some Diablo four tier skips. Maybe, maybe please. Maybe. Cause, cause maybe. Yeah. Also, I'm, I'm not paying money for that. Though. Just give, give me some tier skips. Uh, but, but yeah, that's it for them. Um, couldn't find anything from Twitch. I, Liz, you had pointed out that we have good, good resources on this. And I unfortunately did not get a chance to look at them because I didn't see that you'd sent this email until much later. Uh, but you're saying here the Oracalcum, the Oracalcum speckled uh, mare mount is available? But that's if you purchase subs, right? Uh, yeah, I think the only Twitch thing that is live right this second is the, um, as you say, it's this uh, Diablo format, but it's, it's a supportive streamer thing. You have to purchase subs or gift subs. In order to get it, which is, I think those are a little less exciting because they do cost you money. And, but if you're going to support one of your friendly local Diablo streamers, you can do that and get a horse. Yeah. And nothing else right now for any of the other games and nothing, no, no straight up Twitch drops where you just get it for watching Twitch content. Mm-hmm. Um, at least as, as far as right now, there hasn't been. So yeah, I am gl- glad that I got the chance to look at the post because that helped me figure find that Twitch. And so now we're finally kind of through everything. Um, yeah, well, we are. Okay, cool. I like to have to go back. I'm sorry. There's a lot of stuff. To talk about. <laughs> We've got s- seven minutes to go through a bunch of questions. I don't know if we'll get through them all, but we're going to give it a shot to get at least through a couple. Um, speed if, run. Speed yeah. run. It, yeah. We're going to get a dog in here to do this for us. And we're going to do a speed <laughs> run. That dog was so cute. Um, anyway, if you've got a question for the podcast, you can get it to us in a number of ways. You can go to our discord. We've got two channels for discord. There's the patron Q and podcast questions channel for patrons, because we want to give you guys something back after you give us the gift of continuing to have a podcast that that's nice of you to do. And we want to give something back, but we do love everybody. Even the people who can't afford Patreon for various reasons, because we understand how that is. Life is crazy. Things are on fire. The British don't refrigerate their eggs. It's madness. Um, (laughs) So if you've got a question and you want to ask it, we've also got the Q and podcast questions channel for everybody. It's open free for all. You can go in there and ask a question there as well. Or if you like me, like to get, get or give emails, you will send an email to podcast at blizzardwatch.com subject line podcast, blizzard, you know, subject line podcast or blizzard watch. So we know it's for this show and not the other podcasts we do. Hi, I'm Daniel founder of pretty litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm going to just go straight up reading one that I know an old favorite, a fan, friend of the site. Hey fellas, it's your favorite red painting, fast going corn with a question about the unnamed survival game that didn't survive blizzard becoming part of Microsoft. Mm. Did the people working on it get reassigned or laid off? Or do we even know, do we have any idea what it was about? Was it going to be a survival game like arc or more like metal gear survive? Why would anyone want to make a game like Metal Gear Survive? Uh, <laughs> does Valheim count as a survival game? Yes. Maybe we could get a Diablo game that goes with Valheim's mix of monsters and building stuff. Uh, anyway, just curious what you guys think about the unnamed survival game. What do you wish it had been? Uh, either of you want to go in this one? I like survival games, and I'm actually kind of mad that this got canceled. But also, what we know about it, and I think we talked about this a little bit in a previous episode... 
there was, for lack of a term, it's stuck in development hell. Um, not because of the people working on it, but because some really questionable decisions of the game, like they wanted to build it in Unreal, and then they were told, no, you're going to build it in this other thing that you're going to build for mobile games uh, and make it work for computers and make it work for this game, which meant they were building tools from, this ground, from the ground up, which stymied uh, all the progress they had made previously and forced them to start over again. Um, and then really slowed production down because when you have to build the tools from scratch, turns out takes a lot of time and a lot yeah, of effort. The, the, a lesson of Duke Nukem forever is that once you have an engine, if you switch engines, forget it. You've just, you know, yeah. the game isn't coming out for at least another five years every yeah. time you do that. So, yeah, um, they fell into what I call the, uh, the, the old school East game development trap. But uh, as far as the people that were working on it, it's a combination of both. Some of them got reassigned to other groups where they, where their skill set made uh, sense. And then others were just let go. Uh, there's actually a ton of Twitter threads out there for people that were working on the game um, who are trying hard not to violate their NDA because they would like to make sure that they still have money well between jobs. Um, but they can talk about certain things like, you know, the tool stuff or, or the fact that they worked on it for so long. And uh, but we don't know very many specifics about the game itself. Uh, but as far as what I wish it would have been. Honestly, if we would have given me a survival game set in Diablo, I would have been happy camper um, because that just sounds like it'd be wild. Just hordes of demons trying to rush your settlement. Yeah, that'd be cool. And I'm going to stop and let you guys talk. Liz, you have any opinions? I always felt when they announced this that it was we're kind of a little late to jump in on the survival game fad. Like we had for a while, it seemed like every game coming out was a survival game of some kind. And it feels like it's kind of like Heroes of the Storm, you know? It was this really polished MOBA, kind of, but it was late in the cycle of when MOBAs were super popular. And it kind of felt like the same thing for the survival game. It's a survival game coming out when there are already so many big survival games and kind of their the excitement about them it felt like it had peaked. And then, as Joe said, it got caught in development hell, and it just seems like whatever interesting ideas were here, whatever cool things Blizzard was going to do, I don't think we were ever going to see it. I mean, now, the people that were working if, on the game might go on to do it elsewhere. Who knows? Yeah, or to take some of these ideas, things they were thinking about doing, and bring them to life elsewhere. And I hope they do. It's really sad when you have people dedicated to making a game to putting out their creative vision to making something new and different because blizzard hasn't done a game like this and blizzard does have a history of looking at games that are out there and producing something with that's very sophisticated that learns from the lessons of other games in the genre and produces something you know new and a little different but also a lot of blizzard games feel a little different and a little familiar because they like to refine on things. And so it would have been really interesting to see Blizzard go out and do this take. But from the beginning, it felt like an odd choice. And it, just with the development problems, switching engines, games rarely survive that. Oh, yeah. And the times the times we've seen games that have had to that have been pushed to do an engine switch are a major design change like that mid game, mid development. Those rarely turn out well i mean heck it's let's just, you, let, let's look at overwatch overwatch 2 was supposed to be a completely new system that was a completely oh separate game and then instead of doing that it just got bolted on as dlc mm. um sorry that, that I, I that's a hill i will die on <laughs> uh, hmm. yeah i mean it, it, it's sad but you know, once they started doing like oh you have to make it for mobile and pc oh you need to use a different engine I think the game was doomed well before they canceled it. Agreed. Sorry. But anything, any ideas what you might have wanted it to be, Liz? Or is that pretty much what you've got to say? Uh, no, I really don't. I was very curious to see what they would have done with the genre, but I, there are so many directions you could take it. I don't know where they were going. And now, now I won't. Now I never will. Yeah, I was disappointed because they kept saying it would be a new IP. Yeah. And I yeah. really was interested to seeing what Blizzard would do with a new IP. It's been a while. Like Overwatch was the last one, and you know, between Overwatch and its earliest IP predecessor, we're we're, we're looking at like 15 years. It, it's been a long time since Blizzard has done a new one. So I was I was curious to see it. Uh, I would have liked to have seen that new IP, but we didn't. So 
Uh, okay, I'm going to move on to um, which one of these questions. I'm going to go with with Felony's question here. Uh, if you could adopt a pet from each of the Blizzard in-game universes, what would it be? Uh, there are cats and dogs in both Sanctuary and Azeroth, but there are other critters too that are unique to those worlds. Choose wisely. Well, I refuse to choose wisely. I will be choosing Gordon. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, same as before. Uh, this time I'll, I'll go with Liz first. Uh, do you think I could have a pet Zergling? Do you think that would work out? Yes. If Zergling is like, as anything, then yes, absolutely you can. <laughs> it's, yeah, just just have, you know, a little baby Zergling and that's it. It's kind of a very large alien house cat. Um, in, in World of Warcraft, I have a battle pet, which is a mini Tyrael. But I kind of think that would be weird to have it as an actual pet. Maybe, but I, it's also kind of weird to have it as a pet in World of Warcraft. So maybe, maybe you just have like an angel who follows you around and does things at your command. Hmm? Yeah, some people like uh, that. <laughs> that. That's all I got. I don't know. I don't know what you would do for like Overwatch or Heroes of the Storm or, or Diablo itself. Hmm. Like you don't really have many things that would make good pets in Diablo that I can think of others than your standard cats and dogs. Someone else go. The Joe? So if I were to pick something just to kind of have, it would be a, an animal that I think would fit in all three games, but exists mm-hmm. in WoW. Uh, there are things called rock fangs, which are cats, but they're dragon cats. <laughs> uh, they are so cool. Uh, they're essentially what happens if you take a, uh, uh, one of the saber cats and give them dragon scales and, uh, fins and really like aggressive look. They're just cuddly little creatures. I want one as a pet and then nobody will mess with me in any of the game. Cause this thing will probably kill demons galore. Uh, if it's an overwatch and I have, uh, somebody rushing mid lane, I'm pretty sure it'll help me with that one too. Uh, and if it's, you know, anything in wow, I'm pretty sure they can handle that for the most part too. But yeah, I, I just love the look of those. I've recently fallen in love with them on my hunter. Um, in particular, there's one called Hammett, which is really, really cool looking, uh, in the, uh, Onaharan Plains. And it's just really neat. I like it. Matt, right. you're up. Um, this question didn't say that necessarily what the, uh, <laughs> things had to be like, it doesn't, you know, it just says if I could adopt a pet, it doesn't say it has to be a pet for everybody. It just says cur- critters are unique to those worlds. So my answer is a Protoss Archon. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I was going to say, Palworld has taught me I can shove people in balls, so I mean, an Archon is yeah. acceptable. <laughs> just, you know, a Protoss Archon just follows me around, and every time something aggroes, he goes, power, overwhelming, and then just blasts it with that laser. <laughs> you know, cool. Yeah, that's that's my guy, Protoss Archon. Uh, a Zerg, um, I forget what they're called. What is the giant Zerg called? The one with the enormous The tusks? Ultralisk? The Ultralisk. Thank yeah. you. My wife played Starfield more than I did. Uh, yeah, I would, the Ultralisk is my backup plan. Like if I can't get the Archon, uh, but if I could have an Archon and a Hydralisk, I wouldn't mind. That'd be cool. I mean, I don't know how I'm going to feed either of them. Cause I'm pretty sure the Archon subsists entirely on being two Protoss fused together. And so do I get it to unfuse and feed them individually? Like, I'm, I'm not sure. Also don't know how to feed Protoss cause they don't have mouths. And I think they get all their nutrition from the Great Link. So it's all a thing. I, I really, there's a lot. You, in order to be able to do the proper husbandry for your pet, you really have to study them. So, oh my god, I, I, I was gonna say, like, I learned something from Ether C that there's always a hole and there's always a knife, and that just came to mind when you started talking about Protoss. Yeah, well, <laughs> we don't know where it is. That's my point. Uh, <laughs> regardless, that's my answer. Uh, you know, power overwhelming itself. Because I've always, I remember when they put out the, say what you want about um, the last StarCraft II expansion, but then that cinematic, oh, that so cinematic good. was amazing. Oh my word. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's my answer. That's my thing. And um, yeah, we are a little over time, but not too bad considering we started a little late. Uh, so yeah, I guess it's time for Joe to do the thing. Well then, folks, Blizzard Watch is made possible due to the generous contributions at patreon.com slash blizzardwatch. Your continued support means that this podcast signing community is able to thrive and grow. Blizzard Watch supporters enjoy exclusive benefits like early access to the podcast, better chance to have your question answered on our podcast with a queue and an ads free site experience. Thank you very much, Joe. Uh, both thanks to both I, Joe and Liz. Go ahead, Liz. 
I do want to jump in with one little reminder before we go is that our merch store is still up until the end of the month. So you got about a week to go in if you want some of our new Blue Phoenix art by Coffee Owl Arts, which is really cute. It's so precious. Um, T-shirts, hoodies, blankets, pillows, mugs, things like that. You can go to blizzardwatch.com forward slash merch to pick anything up before the end of the month. Thanks Remember, this is so for our, this is for our site's anniversary. By the way, it's our yes, ninth yes, birthday. This is our, it's our ninth birthday. Somehow, it's been nine years of this. And if you want to celebrate with us, uh, go buy a T-shirt. That uh, it's going to pay for the art itself, and also uh, usually we use this when we do merch to kind of tuck a little money away for a BlizzCon fund. Even though we don't know what the heck I is going on with Liz BlizzCon or Joe either. What? Joe, can you hear me? I can hear you just fine, Liz. Okay, well, uh, that's that's all I got, is that uh, please jump in there and buy some merch if, if you have the funds and if you're interested in cool, adorable blue phoenix art. Uh, it really helps us out. Blizzardwatch.com forward slash merch. Thank you guys again uh, for being here with us. Uh, remember, if you've got a question for the site, you can send it to our two Discord channels, uh, the Patreon Q and Podcast Questions channel for our patrons and the Q and Podcast Questions channel for everybody else. Uh, and if you want to email us, you can podcast at blizzardwatch.com with the subject line podcast or blizzardwatch so we know it's for this show. This has been the Blizzard Watch Podcast, and uh, we'll be back next week. 